Welcome back to the Sticks Golf Podcast. This week, we have a very special guest, Jamie Crow, my father. Now, as most of you know, Parker, Trey, and I went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming to play some mountain golf. And while we were out there, we were able to hang out with my dad and chat and convince him to do a podcast with us. Now, my dad has played a array of places around the world in his eclectic professional career and was lucky enough to meet some of the greats and play right alongside them. So thought it'd be a great idea to get him on the pod and just have a chat. But before we get into that, just want to tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Swing U. Swing U Premium, the world's most comprehensive golf game improvement app with the industry's easiest to use on-course GPS scorecard, strokes gained, and stat features. Swing U's AI-powered digital caddy provides plays-like distances, wind speed, elevation, shot tracking, and club recommendations. And now, the all-new Swing U Versus, allowing you to compare your, your every part of your game to a Tour Pro. With the world's easiest-to-use strokes gain stat system, you'll receive a relative handicap for driving, approach shots, chipping, pitching, bunker play, and putting. Join Swing U today and start shooting lower scores. are you dad <laughs> well i'm your father that's true and i'm the son of thomas leslie crow the founder of cobra golf and uh my best friend until he passed away a couple of years back and now i have a new best friend my son yeah but um no, my dad was a uh great player uh he won the australian amateur he won two or three other amateurs around the world um wasn't an engineer but just knew how to design golf clubs because he was a good player. And this day and age, you've got so many, everything's done on CADs and, you know, it's all technology. But he grew up in an era where he played with what he designed. Yeah. You know, and uh, he uh, started Cobra Golf with a little tiny club called the Baffler with the two rails. Well, the first the first Cobra Golf went bankrupt. First two, right? Oh, twice, yeah. Yeah, first and two then, Cobra so it was, Golf it was, was it called Cobra the whole time? And he yep. just... Yep. Well, there's actually, if you if you ever find like some old, old Cobra stuff, you can actually find Cobra Golf, and then it has like a two next to it. Yeah. And that's the second one that actually yeah, went way. bankrupt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. uh, they went, yeah. It just, uh, it was hard for an Australian to break into this market. But uh, anyway, I can still remember when Dad decided to design the Baffler. We went, my uncle used to, it was a fisher, uh, sailor, and we were down and the catamarans, big cats were coming out, and they never dug into the, the water. They just skipped across the top. And in that time, there was a club called the Ginty, which was to dig down into it. And he said, there's an idea. So that's really, that was the start of no Cobra way. Golf. Came, yeah. from, came yeah. from a catamaran. Yeah, yeah. catamaran, so big cool. cat. And um, and he used to run around and go to golf courses and yep. throw golf balls down on the pavement or the uh, concrete. The concrete. And then he'd ask, tell the pro to come outside and hit it and say, just hit it two inches fat. Yeah. And they'd just skip it and it'd yeah. go forever. No way. And during the old Andy Williams second, we were down in Sorrento Valley. We had four or five and five the freeways. And I can remember the pros coming down, going outside, and they're going, oh, he said, hit it over those. He goes, they're freeways. He just hit a fat. 
and they just pop them straight over the top of both freeways. That's unbelievable. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, an amazing thing. But um, I played a little bit of professional golf, not very well, but uh, oh, bullshit. I had fun with it, so too much fun probably. But um, played college golf before that. Yeah, Arizona yeah, State. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And um, no, that was not for long. Uh, two years. Made it two. That's all you need. Yeah. Maybe two play, years, play but, events, but it, for yeah. But Australian golf was—I mean, college golf is not Australian golf. Yeah, we don't have colleges like you do. I mean, we have amateur golf and they have tradie schools. That's I mean what you do. So, but no, I enjoyed it, and then I got married to a beautiful lady, and I cashed it all in and uh, got my amateur status back, and had a pretty good mid-amateur career, if you will. You know, when the how old were you when you got your amateur status back? Ooh, I would have been. Well, I had to sit up two years because I, I went for the RNA. So, twenty six, twenty seven. A little more money than uh, the. For me, it was it's gonna be one year, and that's that's the. the nah, <laughs> I actually made more money as an amateur. <laughs> well, I lived in Vegas. I gambled for a living. Yeah, I want to get into that. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. So, but um, no, I mean, and uh, I, we got married, and then I took Meg over to Asia where I played, and she said, no. Nah, <laughs> done with this we can, that's it I said thank you yep so that was it so the, first, the first place you went back from playing was to Vegas to play tell, just tell us what that means playing the gambling for a living oh uh, well yeah, the, the, uh, the whole MGM yeah well I, I, a couple of casinos we used to have a deal where I would represent a casino and that was always at TBC Summerlin okay. which was uh, my home course and you um, play the fucking place barefoot I did <laughs> um there was a reason for that. Anyway, but uh, they would back, they used to bring high rollers in and they would always bring a scratch player. And we had yeah. a deal that if you, as long as you weren't professional, I'd play them straight up. And never lost. So that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and you could so you, take whatever stake of the game you yeah. wanted. And if they, there'd be $50,000 Nassau's, $100,000, whatever they were. And oh, I, my if I knew who the player was, um, I would, you know, take so 10%. I'm Johnny Billionaire. I come to Vegas, go yeah. to MGM, and I say, I want to play golf. It wasn't just the MGM. It was uh, Treasure Island. It was, it was, I had a lot of – TPC had a lot of really good casino hosts and stuff like Does that. Does that still go on today, or is that was I have that no idea, on? mate. Because yeah, that's that's a pretty cool thing where this, yeah. they just say, hey, I want to go gamble. Yeah, they, they come in. They've, they've got lines of credit, you know, yeah. for whatever amount. And the uh, casino just says to you, all right, just go beat them. And well, they, they'd say, you know, what do you want to – do you know the guy? And I say, yes, I do, or no, I don't. And uh, But bottom line is – if you were an amateur, you couldn't beat me at TBC Summerlin. That's, that's no. I mean, how many times did you shoot 59 at TBC Summerlin? Yeah. On record? On record. None. Okay, off the record. I picked up twice. <laughs> <laughs> it was screw my handicap, so. <laughs> I also did Canyon Gate with, Tommy, with Tommy Arma, and he was like, I picked up a five-footer for 59, he goes, what are you doing? I said, I can't turn this in. <laughs> <laughs> I just started giving shots yeah. to my Oh my you know, God, 100, you've got to be 100, joking. Uh, no, nah, but that was when I was obviously a lot thinner and a lot fitter, but uh, no, we had some good times in Vegas. In fact, both my yeah. kids were born in Vegas. Yeah, we were Vegas babies too. Yeah, exactly. Seven pounds, 11, 21 inches long. There we go. Yeah. Seven, eleven, twenty-one. 21. So it was fun. It was good. Yeah. Good times. So let's. I want to t take it back to a little bit of your, back to your playing days, and I want to ask you the story of the night or the day that you got rained out and played the same day, 
in the same the next day in the same clothes that you played the day before. Ooh, yeah, that's a bit tough. Um, <laughs> we were playing the golf tournament down. It was in Europe, European tour. Got rained out, and uh, we decided to have a few cocktails that night. And all the courtesy cars were gone. So myself and a player to be named later, <laughs> <laughs> we decided we couldn't make it wherever we had to go. So we slept in the courtesy tent. And, at the golf course. Yeah, at the golf yeah. course. <laughs> and we had a, uh, we were both in the same group, which is amazing. We had to finish the same round. We had to, you know, we got yeah. rain delayed. So we went out, we had eight holes to go, and uh, both our caddies looked at us and said, what are you doing? Are you going home? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're the exact, and I, you know, oh, it man. was, uh, but Jim, we both made the cut, so it was all good. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you only had eight holes to finish? Yeah. Okay. The, I think it was first or second round. I'm sure those were a yeah. bit painful, but obviously got got through it. Uh, no, I, I think he was still probably pretty lit by the yeah, time. Yeah, he probably was. <laughs> But, you know, we were teeing off at 10.30. And uh, That's fantastic. No, no way we're going to get down the mountain. <laughs> yeah, no chance. No. That's funny. Uh, so, well, it's, I mean, there are other stories, but uh, you could ask me questions. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Because, got, I mean. I've got a couple that I've, okay. I've lined up. I am going to smoke, so. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Go yep. for it. Um, Augusta. One, I want to tell, I want you to say a little bit of a piece about dad or granddad, about yep. how you know he was very well respected and yep. held court under the tree and yep. and all that stuff. And then I want to get to the the, I should say infamous round because it's not famous for a reason. Yeah, I mean, I actually went uh, to, I was invited to go to Augusta with Eric Hilton, of Hilton Hotels, very nice man. Funny story there, he thought he was being nice by wearing a green jacket for dinner. And I said, no. <laughs> no member jackets. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, if you're no, wearing a green no. jacket, it better yeah, be an Augusta one. Exactly. So anyway, I got invited. I've actually been very fortunate. I've played Augusta Play 10 times, which is really good. But in this member that Eric knew that I didn't, and we played with another gentleman, uh, can't remember his name. Anyway, we're playing off what were, I was playing off what was then the back tees, which now, of course, they're, which now they're yeah, definitely they're not thousand yards off course. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, I um, I got to eight under through fifteen. No, I keep playing fifteen, and I hit it on the green too. And uh, the member came over to Eric and said, "Eric, he can't break the course record." I said, he's not going to break the course record. He said, yeah, it is. For an amateur, it's only like 65, 64, 63. Something like that. And he said, because then the chairman will want to talk to him. And I don't know him that well. <laughs> so I was basically told. So you were a guest of a guest, and that just correct. Does, that does yep. not fly. No. Yeah. No. So I was told. Uh, so I three putted 15, hit it to about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well. I say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably par there, but yeah. uh, and then I hit it to three feet at sixteen, and it was the old. Uh, oh, that's when the member goes. Look. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's when it was in the old uh, last day pin, back left, back left. Yeah, I played it beautifully off the slope. I mean, I've seen the golf tournament so many times. Anyway, I missed that, and then I hit it on the green at seventeen. Missed that. Yeah, well, at this point, I wasn't even trying to yeah. hole. Yeah, I was just two putt get the hell out of there. So I ended up. But I ended up shooting sixty three. 
No, 64. 64. 63 yeah. was the course record. 64. Yeah. I have the scorecard. Yeah, yeah. we have the scorecard. So, I do have the yeah. scorecard. So that was my, you know, claim to fame at Augusta. Yeah. So, that's pretty sweet. It was, but that's back when I was, you know, I, I could golf my ball. Yeah. Was yeah. this before you played for a living or after? During. During. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. That's how I met Eric Hilton. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Took money off him. And he just, you're good. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm not bad. <laughs> Um, okay, so now I've I've just two stories have now just come to my mind that oh, I'm going to make God, you here tell. We, go. <laughs> <laughs> we we haven't even talked about these before. Yeah. I'm going to ask them. So okay. you can you can refuse to answer if you. Well, it depends if names people. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them is going to, and you did finally tell me after like ten years of not telling me who it was. But that'll be the second story. Yep. First story is that you lost the BMW European Tour event. Or the now BMW Championship Year Two. Yeah, well, it was the PGA. Event. It was the PGA yeah. then. Yeah. And just wanted to like tell a story about why. Well, I mean, the driver. Yeah. <laughs> My, uh, I think I, I don't know where I finished. I can't remember all that stuff. I know. You do. Finished T four. Did I? Okay. Well. I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, my dad. It was his first metal driver, that ever came out, and uh, I'd always used persimmon all my you know career and. All of a sudden, he sends me this drive. He says, I think you're going to like this. So I said, okay. So anyway, I go out and uh, I try it. And I think it was a couple of weeks before I'd hit it. And I said, damn, this thing really goes. Yeah. This is going to be good. So I teed it up in the, the PGA. Anyway, um, my first hole that we're playing Wentworth, and it's not a driver. Anyway, about first driver I had to hit, snap hook. I said, oh, shit, where'd that come from? And anyway, so a couple more holes later, another one, straight left. I made a bogey and a double. And then I hit it uh, one more time, and I hit it out of the neck so it didn't do anything, just sort of scribbled down the middle. Well, after I finished that round, I uh, figured out the face was cracked. No way. <laughs> yes. So, and I, I don't know, how many, how many did I lose by? Uh, like three. Yeah, that's, so there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. 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 But I played three with the rest of the. Because I had no. no the rest of the yeah. event. Yeah. Because oh he, he didn't had, have another. Yeah. I guess in, I probably in that time, like especially European tour, like there's not just tour. I mean, tour trucks. Or anything, you like, joking? Yeah, exactly. Really? Right. Yeah. So <laughs> now I will these, tell you a story. These, these guys today. Have oh, it so beauty. Good. This go. these guys here are so bloody pampered. They got this track man crap, and they've got brand new Titleist. Claudie, uh, Claude, Harm, uh, Claude uh, Klagman, who was my caddy over in Europe, he had to go out with a baseball mitt. I had my own shag bag. Mm -hmm. And we were hitting shag bags, you know, ball Catch after ball. Catching a baseball yeah, mitt. exactly. On the and, European tour. Yeah, and Tommy asked me the other day, he said, uh, what's the like difference between then and now? And I said, well, our tune-up was shag bag, baseball mitt, and a beer. <laughs> <laughs> that was our warm-up. No track man, none of that other crap. And we were hitting out of, you know, nothing. Yeah. I mean, the, the, when I played, the European tour had been around for years and years, but it just didn't have the money and the prestige that it does now. But, uh, you know, but I met so many great people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really good people. So, anyway. And the uh, next story I'm going to ask you oh, is right, your, you, you already know which one I'm going to ask you, don't you? Which one? The, Let me move the camera key open. school. When I got sick? No, when you, some guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I am I'm gonna ask you that. Yeah, okay. And I need you to tell us that one. And I and if you would like to tell the name of the person, you can. That fucked you incredibly hard out of a PGA tour card. Oh well he did it wasn't his fault. 
Nah, you we'll can say agree bullshit. to yeah. disagree with that. Anyway. We'll let other people decide. Well, I, 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 well it's funny because I, I used to play under RNA rules, not USGA or PGA rules. Anyway, I was at uh, Fort Ord. And, um, You're in the final round of Q School. Yep. About to get your PGA Tour card. If I ever, yeah. So, anyway, but uh, we were at threesomes, and uh, a gentleman that had uh, hit the wrong ball and then played it through the next hole, so he was DQ'd. And then he was supposed to give us... Done that. Yeah, so he's out. So we switched flip-flop cards, and there was an official there because we called him over. It was the official that really screwed me, not the player. Okay. And um, he was there the whole time, and uh, the gentleman whose card I got was supposed to sign off for the, how many holes he kept of mine. And so it's the only time I ever know that you had to have three scores, uh, three, three signatures, signatures on, on a card. card. Yeah. And the rules official was right there, Northern California guy. And uh, anyway, so we finished up, and I would have qualified and got my card. And he was just sitting by the scoring tent. And I handed it in, and he said, uh, Mr. Crow. I said, yes. He says, there's not a third signature. I said, why? It's only two of us. He goes, no, he had to sign off. And he could have, at each point in time, say, sign off, you know, the other guy. So, anyway, didn't you, happen. You were DQ'd for that? Yep. No And way. he would have yeah. gotten his PJ Tour card. Yeah. yeah. I've also been DQ'd from Q School. Yeah. Uh, slightly different, completely yeah. my fault, signed for the wrong score. First round of my first stage of yeah. Warm Fair Q School. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and didn't you like call back and you're well, just like, so, yeah, I can't that, live that with was, this? That was, I was being it brief. I basically like, I had a, I made Made eight on my last hole today. Was went from two under to what I thought was one over. I thought I made seven, and yep. I was talking it through with my caddy like three hours after the round in the hotel room. I was like, "Oh, what if we just chipped out the first time?" I was like, "I think I would have made six. I was like, "How in the world did I make seven after I chipped it into the water yeah. and then dropped?" And then I ended up we were like, "Wow, we just made eight. So yeah, we, we sat there for about ten minutes. We're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call yeah. <laughs> yeah I can't not do that. Yeah, no, no, that was my, my know, brief. It's one of those run. deals, and uh, but you know, what can you do? Yeah, and then the next year. I was at the second round, again, to go to the finals, and I was in El Paso, I think. And anyway, uh, the night before the first round, I got food poisoning. And I just said to myself, I don't think I'm supposed to play in America. <laughs> 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 uh, I think I'll stick to Europe or yeah. Asia, you know, something. So, I don't think I'm supposed to yeah, play in America. Nah. That's amazing. Which uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't have been any good anyway, because... Ah, bullshit. Now, America's... It's what's, a, what's the difference? Europe, you've got to be a shot maker. Yeah. Yeah. You flight your ball. Coming from the guy yeah. that doesn't move the ball, but yeah. two feet. Well, I, I, I used to. Coming from I the used guy to be long, too. On the range today, he yeah. goes, all right, we're going to make a bet. Yeah. <laughs> for, every, for every shot that has curve, I'll give you a dollar. And then for every shot that's straight, you give me a dollar. Yeah. I think I would have lost. How many yeah. times you hit it today? 74 uh, times, maybe? Lost no, 73. 73 times, yeah. sorry. What a four handicap? I'm pretty good. I lost about 50 bucks You're there, I think. <laughs> no, but... No, it's just a it, – but, again, I'm going back to my era, you know, in the 80s and 90s, where American golf was darts. Yeah. Hit the fairway. There was no run. And when you you look at uh, the Lynx golf that's played over in Europe, and even – that's only in England, Scotland, Ireland and all that. But even in um, uh, Italy, France, it's still very firm and dry. You know, it's just not – it's just a different game. So I feel like American golf's almost been TPCized. Yeah, everything is just green. There's water. Except when you get to the majors. Yeah. Then all and of a sudden, there's proper golf. And then all of a sudden, you see my the cream comes yeah. to the crop. Yeah. My to the top. favorite yeah. tournament of the year is the U.S. Open. Yeah. Because I get to watch everybody suffer. Yeah. And it makes me so happy. <laughs> no, I, yep. I'm such a big fan of the USGA. I was just at the U.S. Amateur, and that 
that Oakmont was just playing so hard. Yeah. And it was yeah. so even just what it was so fun yeah. to watch. It's yeah. just and it's it's a different style of game, and you can always tell the best players are going to come to the top. Yeah, and an average guy that has a great putting round, you ain't going to get there. Yeah, no. sure. No. So growing up playing Australia, does that translate better to how European golf is? Like, what's what is Australian? Well, I actually didn't grow up playing golf in Australia. Really? I no. grew up playing golf in California. Oh, okay, I did not. Yeah, um, back when I was a kid. Uh, you weren't allowed to be a member of a golf club or play a private club. No way. Yeah, not until you were 16 and you had to have a handicap under X amount. Well, how, do get, how do you get there? You know what? I, you know, here's the thing is that yeah. I love that, though. Honestly. Because fuck them. If they can't play, <laughs> yeah. they shouldn't be out yeah. there. I uh, honestly yeah. we're, we're, love that. We're up yeah. to shrink the game. Uh, yeah. yeah, I am totally on that <laughs> you got a public wave. course, yeah. that's fine. But, if, right. you like, but a nice private club, yeah. you couldn't. Well, yeah, Dad like, was a member like, of Royal Melbourne, Royal yeah. Sydney, and all these. I can still remember going out to watch Dad win his, his fourth uh, club championship at Royal Sydney. No, actually, it was the 18th overall. He won, I think, 12 at Royal Melbourne. He still has a course record on yeah. the East Course. Uh, no, sorry, not 12. It was like six there and six at Kingston Heath, and then he won four at yeah, he won about 18 club championships. Oh, yeah. I got a great one. I got, I got a great question. Okay. Let's rank top four. All courses? In, no, in Australia. Because I, I haven't played any of them. Yeah. Which is Kingston baffling. Heath, best 18 hole golf courses I've ever played. Kingston Heath. Really? Yep. Royal Melbourne Compass, of course. Yeah. That's a combination of two. Yeah. Is that the, when they play events there? That's what yeah. they do? Yeah. yeah. Australian Open. Yeah. Which they don't. And they had the uh, Cup. Yeah. Yep. Um, then... New South Wales Golf Club in Better Sydney. Better than Metro? Yeah. Metro really? is Americanized. Yeah. God, I've, I've seen pictures of Metro yeah. and videos of Metro. Well, that just but looks you've amazing. grown up American. Yeah, that's so, true. Yeah. That's a good point. That's why I like it. It's a fair, yeah, point. Exactly. It's a fair <laughs> point. It's a fair point. Uh, no, uh, that would be that. And then the other one would be... I really can't, I can't pick one other, other than that. I mean, those three are my three favorite golf courses because they're all... Lynx Sea style, you know. Yeah. What about U.S. courses? U.S. courses, easy. Seminole, number one. Uh, Pine Valley, number two. Um, Long pause. Yeah. I'll go with um, oh, Cypress, number three. Pretty good. And I'll go with, um, God, what's that course I played? I loved it. Um, up in North. Um, uh, the one up where you did the USAM? No, no, no. The one on the East, uh, the West Coast. Um, oh Bandon Dunes? Bandon Dunes. Bandon Dunes? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. They're my those, fourth. Those are, those yeah. are, four those are pretty good yeah. ones. Yeah. Augusta's not even in the top four. No. And you, your dad was a member at, you said, because he was a member of the RNA, so that's. Yeah. So he got all the yeah. RNA, anything that was royal, yeah. he was a member of. So cool. royal, you know, Dornock, you know, royal, Lytham St. Anne's, all that. And, and over so, here, yeah. Cyprus. And, you, so, and yeah. your number one the other night you said was uh, in, shit, what was it? The course over in Ireland or Scotland? Valley Bunyan. Oh, Valley Bunyan. Valley oh, yeah. Bunyan. That's without Valley a doubt. Bunyan. Yeah. Not without yeah. a doubt, best yeah. course. Well, well, it's, again, it's asking someone what their favorite course is, is how they play it, and it suited yeah. my game. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wasn't off the map, you know, I could, and I knew exactly where I had to go. So, no, I love Belly Bunyan. Um, I love St. Andrews, but I mean, if the wind doesn't blow at St. Andrews, it's a past 66. Yeah. 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 It's just, you know, 
is what it is. So. All right, well, I'm going to ask you one last story, okay, and it's one of my favorites. Okay. I would like to t- you to tell the Indian Open story. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was playing it. Uh, it was actually my first year on uh, tour. I went over and qualified for uh, the Asian tour and qualified it, Monday morning qualified at Singapore, made the qualifying, did very well, very well. Anyway, so about the third or fourth tournament, we're at Royal Delhi Golf Club, and there's this par four that it's got sort of a cluster of trees right here, and the green's just on the other side. But it's drivable. And back in those days, dog leg left to right, you kind of right, kind of bend yeah, it over. Exactly. Oh no, I didn't bend anything. <laughs> I just went that way. Fair enough. But I was long back then. So yeah. I mean, and this when I say drivable par four, back in my day with a persimmon golf club, it's you know, two eighty or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, so everything was fine. Well, I had this great shot. It's right at it, and all of a sudden, it clips the very top of the tree. And comes rattling around down. I'm oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so I got up there and I find my ball. And um, unfortunately, it's come down right in the chest cavity of a dead body. <laughs> and it's just not, it's partially plugged. And I've got, <laughs> and I, anyway, I've got this mate of mine up in front called Ted Ball, known as Cricket. And he's only about 50 yards in front of me. And I said, Cricket, get back here. <laughs> I need a ruling. I need a ruling. <laughs> and then he comes back and he says, Holy crap. He said, Well, you can play it, but I wouldn't hit it fat. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I got a drop, yeah. pitched it out, and made four, and that was uh, that was my my deal with your Indian Open yep, uh, yep. ghost encounter. Yep, it was. Good, uh, I mean, I can't imagine. Oh, but I've got to tell one more follow-up. All right, about. good. I like it. Um, I took my wife when we first got married to India. It was uh, anyway, it's our second or third trip there, and she's just gone through Singapore, which is you know. Beautiful Top-notch. area, yeah, yeah. And we're staying with friends who have you know, all this. So we get on, we're in the last flight in, in New Delhi Airport and the last cab. And all of a sudden, all these people start jumping on the cab. And she's just absolutely crapping herself. I and mean, she gave me a scar right there, there and there. These are her nails going into me. No we must have 20 or 30 people because it's the last cab in. They're all trying to get back into town. They're, so, they're on the cab. They're, yeah. they're literally, it's hanging on the yeah, cab. It's like a beehive. <laughs> Anyway, so we and she just doesn't say a word, and I said, Are you, uh, "Shut up, don't say." <laughs> so we get in, and we get to this beautiful hotel, the Taj Mahal Hotel. It's all ivory; it's just magnificent. And she goes, "Oh, this is better. This is better." I said, "Good." So we had dinner, and I next morning wake up, and I'm going to have to play a practice round. I said, "Would you want to go down in the pool?" She goes, "Yeah, that sounds good." And there's this beautiful Olympic-style pool. You know, everything's fine. There's this very fat Englishman over here with a very big belly. And there's three vultures standing right above him in a tree, just waiting for him to knock off so they can attack <laughs> She says, I'm going with you. <laughs> and that was, and she's, I guarantee she's never been back to India ever since. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, no. I don't know if I'm going to go. No, I don't think oh, it's Meg's a great, it's back. a great experience. Is it? They're great people. Um, you just... You just got to watch the. Just uh, don't hit it right on drivable par fours. Ah, and you then, also got don't. Uh, you get uh, deli belly. Yeah. Nothing with uh, that they wash. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Salads, that stuff. Oh God. Don't do that. No, it's got to be cooked all the way through. Thank all right, Dad. Well, uh, I appreciate you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. Sitting down. Trey, thank, thank you so much for having us out my here. Pleasure. Yeah, I hope I haven't embarrassed uh, my this fellow is, uh, competitors or no, my no, family. No, no, no. I think <laughs> you're doing fantastic. okay. Fantastic. No. All right, Dad. Appreciate it. Love you, bud. Appreciate it.